It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. We are in uh, person in Lexington, Kentucky uh, at RD1 Distillery. We are very excited. Uh, Shanda's in person. Hi, Shanda. Hey, hey, hey. We're sharing microphones, so Shanda and I are just kind of, we're making out. It's fine. Don't, nobody make it weird. We have Barry. You're, you're awkwardly back. close. It's, we're not, it's not awkward. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's, this is comfortable for us. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we have Barry's back. Welcome to, thanks. welcome to your second time. Paul, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, so glad to have you guys back here. Um, love that um, we're, we're doing this and, you know, super excited that we're going to introduce a couple of new products that are coming to market in about eight weeks. Uh Will, who's kind of the uh, the the instigator of this whole thing, will uh, bid on private tasting podcast here at the Bourbon Ball. So, uh, Will, welcome. Thank you. Yep, thank uh, you, thank you for the donation to uh, to Folds of Honor. That was great. Yep. Uh, and Cash, my man, Cash is back. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> all of us look like we got hit by a bus last night. So, Cash has jet lag. Will's hungover. Connor and I are a maybe bit. a little hungover. <laughs> and Shanda had to wake up 30 minutes earlier than before she normally does. And she's old, so she's struggling. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I did hop on an airplane this morning and literally just got whisked here. So, yeah, well, you know. that's excuses. I we, we pounded liquid IV this morning, so we're we're ready to rock. I haven't and roll. had any food yet. It's t- okay. Well, well, that means the whiskey will taste better. <laughs> So really excited. And as always, we are presented by Not For Long Media. Make sure you go check out our sponsor, Fudge Kitchen, fudgekitchens.com. Delicious fudge. Fucking love fudge. Fucking love fudge. It's, it's, it, that's definitely a fuck yeah. Who doesn't like fudge? Communists. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to start with kind of Will. Uh, Will actually also jumped in. He threw his name in the hat for our, uh, our co-host position uh, as well. He, kind of, he went through the process, got to the last stages of that. Uh, so, uh, really cool there. So we'll talk about, you know, the bourbon ball, if you want a little bit, and then also kind of your experience so far with uh, the tastings and stuff that you've done here. Well, first, the uh, <clears throat> bourbon ball is great experience. Definitely telling a bunch of my friends that we got to go. No excuses. We got to go get babysitters. I don't care if we're going. Not only that, but it's also a great cause to help fellow veterans like myself to just better themselves and just help out the community and, and and it's just a blast i mean talk about bourbons flowing wine is flowing and just need a lot of flowing. everything sometimes yeah. it's not a very good thing like, <laughs> towards the end of the night it was uh shenanigans shenanigans it was, a lot of, it was like an in-person bourbon friends after dark well yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later well, yeah. what's really funny you say that, is that after so many hours of drinking i'm like i don't remember how i ended up on the dance floor nobody i just up here, respawn on the roof. Yeah, there wasn't even that. Was, Will was on the dance floor, and there was no music playing. He was just, you just boogieing. I was, was making his own so music. Weird. I was, I just respawned up there. I was like, "What just happened?" And then uh, the wife was like, "Hey, it's bedtime." I'm like, "Yes, it is." And <laughs> just looking around, like, "Where the fuck am I?" Like, yeah, I ended up in the dungeon somehow. I don't remember. This, this is, is not my house. Not my house. It was, but it, other than that, it was a great time. Definitely going again next year. Cash, Absolutely. how's Oregon? 
the West Coast? Uh, Oregon was fucking awesome, man. I mean, it was really cool. I got to go out there for the first time. That was a, the furthest west I've ever been. So before that, it was um, Scottsdale, Arizona, those places out there. Shout out Old Town. You guys always show me a great time. But uh, but Oregon was different, man. I got to uh, actually go out there and kind of decompress for a couple of days. Uh, took a, like three or four ice baths in one of the coldest rivers in uh, in the United States, so that was pretty cool. I uh, got to hand feed deer. So usually when I'm hunting deer, I'm usually you know dragging them out by hand, not feeding them by hand. <laughs> but uh, so that was pretty cool. And uh, you know I got to uh, I got to spend time with some great people, man. So I'm I am kind of jet lagged though. I got I came here last night. Uh, one of my buddies, Luke Trimble, is actually over here playing for. Right. From seven to nine, and I look over, and Barry's like, "Man, you look tired as hell." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, yeah, man." I said, "My flight left at four thirty this morning. I got home at uh, you know at two thirty, went home, changed, came right back here. So, uh, but it was a good time, man. It was really awesome." Dude. When I grow up, I want to be just like Cash. Yeah. Cash? No, you don't. <laughs> Cash. If anyone is going to go out west and find Bigfoot, my money is on you, dude. That and the thing about it is, that's like Bigfoot country out there. Did you or ever? Did you is do a how? Bigfoot? <laughs> I mean, be, He's know. built like Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you if Bigfoot saw you, you'd be like, "Nah, fam, uh, go <laughs> yeah, fuck with someone else." It might be like a, you know a little challenge situation there. We see who can who can puff up the most. But I think you know with the height advantage, I think he might got me. But like, like <laughs> legit though, like we would go. So um, I got picked up at the uh, Portland airport, which by the way, Portland is just as crazy and of a circus town that everybody says it is. It is ridiculous. I don't yep. remember. I don't recommend. No offense for the don't normal, go to Portland. No, no offense to the normal people that live there, but like that place is a fucking circus <laughs> and needs yep. to be given. This needs to be gated off and like every kind of like how they did Australia. You know, like yeah. they did all uh-huh. the, the crazy yeah. Englishmen that took yeah. them to Australia. We need to do that with Portland. Just kind of like gated off, kind of like uh, Escape from New York with uh, Snake Plissken. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what we need to do with it. So, but uh, we, so we went to the coast. And, like, literally every other store you see, there's, like, a Bigfoot, like, signage right okay. there. And they were offering up tours and everything. And I told my friend, I was like, I've seen some pretty cool-ass shows. I mean, I wouldn't mind going out and, you know, trying out my uh, my Bigfoot call that I've learned over the years. So we'll, I, I uh, feel like we'll you would be – you you fit the M.O. of somebody like that perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait that wait a be... minute. Wait a minute. There's a Bigfoot call? Can, yeah. you, can uh, you do it? Uh, not here. We – Probably break all the windows. Yeah. Oh, okay. here, yeah, it's, it's basically just like a loud screech, and like I, I think you can like make it a noise of whatever you want it to be. Okay. I don't think there's a particular like you know how we have turkey calls and grunt calls for deer and stuff. Yeah, you I don't think there's do like it. a because it's a human type sound. Yeah. Okay. But it's low. It's a little bit more guttural. Oh. It's yeah. either okay. guttural or like a squeak. Yeah. A, it's like, like a, a hyena. It, it's, it starts from the lungs, and then obviously you got to get from the diaphragm to get that bass yeah. in there. Yeah. So it's. Uh, <laughs> It's a trip, man. But yeah, Bigfoot is out there. I'm a firm believer. Did you did you hear anything that you were like that that might be Bigfoot? No, also like uh, I didn't hear anything too crazy. Just uh, I did see a mountain lion though. Like, oh yeah, legit mountain lion. Wow, time, Cash. So. I think we might need to find a sponsor and do like bourbon with friends and Cash go Bigfoot hunting. I was for a just week. gonna say we should do a we'll pod- podcast. Podcast, vlog it, everything. Yeah. We'll try to see if we can catch that motherfucker. That would be amazing. And put him on the podcast? Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we trap him. I mean, shit. I mean, I'm sure everybody would love to hear from him. I, I agree. I think he has good stories. I mean, I'm sure he's like, hey, so first off, the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what are you, bro? Do you think he speaks English? Absolutely. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah or absolutely. maybe like, you know, like old Saxon. Maybe Probably. Like, speaks like, like Nordic. Like, uh, are you going to speak into the microphone at all, no, Connor? No, 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 it's fine. Latin. Latin. What if he speaks Latin? I bet you he speaks the most proper English there is. <laughs> what, what, if he, what if you just catch him and he just shows up and he's just like, hello. 
What took you so long? Yeah. <laughs> Hide and seek champion. I actually, I mean, Cash's camp, I actually think that that Bigfoot exists. I think that there's animals out there that mm-hmm. exist because it's just God's middle finger to like yep. people. Oh, like you think you know everything, and then oh, like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. like dude, think about it. like we've only discovered like what seven percent of the ocean. Yeah, like God knows like what we haven't discovered on land, and so but the ocean's a whole different other story. It's my biggest fear in life is the ocean. Would you go cage diving with white sharks? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, Did you watch? Do you watch Shark Week? Did you watch that guy in a glass case? Yeah, and, 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 plastic, and, and, and a plastic case, and yeah, it went like, right through. Well, that's stupid. Just, wow. Yeah, yeah, why would you do bro? that? Yeah, went right through. Well, You're literally. So they did the shark thing, at, like where he had like a they, they lowered this thing into the water, like mm-hmm. thirty feet down, and he was living in it. He's mm-hmm. like, I thought saw something out. It's like nighttime. He is in the fucking kill zone in South Africa oh, that perfect. it was no for. And he's like, I saw something. He suits up. He's like, and then the lights went out. I was like, Jesus saved you. Because if you would have went out there in the pitch fucking black, you don't see anything at night. And here comes a 18-foot white shark. Nah. Yeah. Like, no. This yeah, the no. overall fear of the ocean, not just sharks, but like just God's wrath out there. Like I'm a big... Like, I look up videos of just, like, different waves and, like, you know, aircraft carriers and things going out there, yeah. going through that shit. Because, like, I've been oh, watching Vikings for okay. the past, like, three weeks, and I've been binging it like a son of a bitch. And I uh, see all the storms that they go through. I'm like, you know what? These dudes are getting tilted over today on, like, cruise ships, mm-hmm. aircraft carriers. These dudes are going out there in fucking wooden John boats, basically. Yeah. And going across from sea to sea. So, shout out to those dudes for being tough. Badass. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Brock Lesnar. If if here's something gonna Brock Lesnar, if like was talking about you know aliens you know, and everything like that, like if the aliens came down and said, hey, this isn't going to be a you know human race versus aliens war like for everybody, you pick yeah. like you send your guy, we'll like send Achilles. our guy, yeah, like yeah. Achilles, we'll send our guy, and it's going to be Do Brock fucking Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah, that's a that's a good argument to have. If we had to send, if aliens came down and the human population had to send one person. One person to say whether it's a fight. They say it's a fight to the death. Is because I'm pick, I'm with Cash. I'm picking Brock Lesnar. Have Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, I was gonna say Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, why not Thor Bjornsson? The, Have the you mountain. seen that man? Like in person. I mean, he's Have not you seen him though. Not in person. Yeah. And here's the thing: his feet are as big as you, Cash. They are big, but big tree falls hard. That's true. And yeah. you know, one thing that I've learned in fighting. Is that uh, you don't have to be the biggest son of a bitch to get knocked out. Quick. Yeah. yeah real quick. And so real quick. just from an overall standpoint of former UFC champion, WWE Hall of Famer, national champion in wrestling, college wrestling, and just would literally tear some Yeah, would just tear someone's head off. I'm I'm sending Brock. Did any did any fight in one of his UFC fights with the ripped intestine too? And Probably. won it. Yeah. So and he won had it. he had uh, diverticulitis. Yeah. Which was like almost fatal. And yeah. then here's what Brock Lesnar did. He went to a cabin in the woods and healed himself because he's basically an X-Men. Uh, <laughs> he's basically wow. an X-Men. Yeah, it's that Viking cure or something. They yeah. rub some berries on it, send it. <laughs> All he did, he just ate some mushrooms, sat there, drank bourbon. He was good. He's, he's good. good. Did he mix the mushrooms in the bourbon? Probably. Okay. probably. He, he probably chewed the mushrooms and then, and then drank yeah. the, uh, like the whiskey. The magic Brock Lesnar potion. Yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense. Makes, makes sense. perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. No. Sell that, put it in an RD. The only box. other person that I would have sent instead, <laughs> if he was still alive, would have been Chris Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the alien would have been sat. The alien would have been out there just waiting for it, and just would have gotten smacked from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The alien would never even meet him. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he wouldn't even hear the gunshot. Yeah, but no. just they're waiting. Like, where is he? Where's Bob? Ah. De- de- <laughs> done. We won. 
Well, this got off on a tangent, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. This is the I love point of the show. Um, Barry, why don't you kind of talk to us a little bit about some of the new stuff that you guys got coming out and what we're going to try here? Yeah, so um, RD1, Registered Distillery Number 1 here in Lexington, Kentucky. We are um, getting ready to release a Kentucky Straight Bourbon, and this is a um, 70% corn, 21% rye, and 9% malted barley. And uh, what we've got here is it's 98 proof. So the first sample that we're going to drink is a, a 98 proof. And um, this will be on store shelves here in less than eight weeks. Nice. Yeah. And I also want to point out it is 11.10 in the morning right now. I should have waited till 11.11 yeah. to make it sound better. But yeah. it's you should have just lied. And said I should have lied. It's 11.11. Which one of these is it? It's gonna, for you, it's going to be the one furthest away from you. Okay. Beautiful. Definitely a corn bomb on the nose. Yeah. And uh, I, I should say that um, I've actually been drinking since 10 o'clock, right? 9.45. Last night. 9.45. <laughs> 9.45 this morning. Yeah. We've been uh, drinking since 9.45. All right. So this is a problem because it does not drink like a 98 proof. I'm noticing this about about all the all the tar stuff. Like, it doesn't nope. drink at the proof that it says nope. it is. Connor's yeah. over here just great grinning. Barry wants you to get three drams in. Be like, oh, I'm not fine. I'm, I'm all right. You stand up and you fall over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. all right. Do you think Bigfoot is a whiskey drinker? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Or moonshine. I about to yeah. say, probably raised just moonshine stills out in the hills somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think a lot of people in Oregon well, drink moonshine. What if, what if you caught a female Bigfoot instead of milk in, her, in there? She just has straight shine coming out. <laughs> I mean... For me, though, if I mean, she, let's say she did have milk, you know how bodybuilders, like, they yeah. drink breast milk and everything? I would probably end up just storing that. <laughs> you know, making, like, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not drink it straight up, but, like, yeah, exactly. Like, you, know, it in, you know, some, like, some vanilla protein You wake up, you wake, wake up one day and you're like, you, you yawn and it comes out. <laughs> yeah, but then the next thing you know, you, it's like natural HGH. So, like, you don't have to go to the doctor to get a needle or anything. Yeah. You just continue to grow and your muscles get big. So, it's like, bro. You just show up one day and yeah, you're like, gosh, yeah. why are you... Ten foot three. Yeah. Everybody asks, like, dude, are, are you natty? No, motherfucker, I drink fucking Bigfoot. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a, Cash, why dude. do you have hair from the top of your head to the your toes? Yeah, yeah. well, it's funny you ask because I actually found and actually found some breast milk from a female Bigfoot. So. Dude, that could be your brand of protein shake right there. What a Bigfoot yeah. protein. What a what a what a what a. Well, I think there already is one. His name's uh, his name's uh, Liver King. So I think yeah. he has all that stuff. Yeah. Liver King, bro. Oh my god. That's the Bigfoot of the uh, Bigfoot of the supplement industry. Yeah. What about a uh, what about like a cocktail with Bigfoot milk? I mean, you could make you can make an argument like kind of make it like a White Russian. A yeah. White Russian. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's an Amer- that's an American at yeah, that point. With, uh, you know, with Bigfoot breast milk, I think it would uh, I think it would take off. I'm in because everybody's into weird shit nowadays. I mean, like. Hell, everybody puts oat milk and everything. What's the difference between oat milk and what would you rather have, oat milk or fucking Bigfoot milk? Bigfoot milk. <laughs> Bigfoot milk. Hey, yeah, hundred percent. Bigfoot milk or nut milk? <laughs> Bigfoot milk or nut milk? Yeah, what well, <laughs> sounds more appetizing? Yeah. Well, it's not even milk. Real. You can't milk a nut. It's nut juice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's nut water. It's it's false advertising. <laughs> it's nut water. It's just. It, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we won't. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> no, too much. Straight corn on the nose here, Barry. Yeah, Just straight corn. Yeah. Past the straight corn, I said yeah. it was a corn bar. Yeah, I'm, I'm emphasizing it, though. Can you speak? Carn. Carn. <laughs> you good? I'm so excited about the Bigfoot milk now. I can't even know. I know, right? 
Yeah, I still I get some of the char from that barrel. Um, it, it finishes. I mean, it, it's it's not like a long finish. It's ninety eight proof. Um, but this one, we're aggressively pricing this at um, for retail. It's going to be forty nine dollars. Nice. We want to make sure that we're able to get this in the hands of many people. You know, when we first came out with Manchester Reserve, um, it was at a, a premium price point at seventy nine dollars. This one, we think, is going to get a lot more uh, uptick and shelf turns and and on premise. You know, we'll be able to get this. At bars and restaurants, so um, super happy about it. Love it, and we've got enough distillate to go national. We'll be a national distributed brand in five years, and awesome. this will be our forever on the shelf. Yeah, so this, like so this will be the staple. This will be the yep. RD one. This yep. is when you think RD one. This is what you think of. That's right. This is nice because you get the char from it, heavy corn. But I feel like this would be amazing in a cocktail. Mm-hmm. And I've been comparing bourbons to. You know, mixing it with cocktails. I think it's because it's the dog days of summer, and yeah. kind of sometimes you don't want to sip a whiskey neat. You want to put it in ice, or you want to put it in an old fashioned, or a whiskey night, sour. Right now, you do because it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Knock on wood. Hopefully, it stays that way. But yeah, this would be a great, like almost like all year, all year long, because you're you can sip it neat. It's delicious mm-hmm. neat. But I feel like in a cocktail, this is this is going to be killer. Yeah. So like it will curtail the every audience out there. Yeah, and the fastest growth demographic and consumption of bourbon is female. And, um, you know, the cocktails, especially in the dog days of summer, are something that we're continuing to promote and create. But, um, you know, uh, also women do love drinking whiskey. Yes, we do. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I, yeah, corn, absolutely. Um, It's super smooth. I, 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 yeah, it does not drink 98 at all. Um, It's definitely a good entry level for anyone that wants to to start and yeah. try anyone that hasn't done it before can definitely do this neat as well. So yeah. It's great. Love it. Yep. You know what would make it even better? Bigfoot milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. It's like, so we come in here for these tastings, you know, Barry has them to do them with, you know, dove bars and, you know, pecans and everything's like, yeah. that. okay, well, you're going to take a sip of the 98 here with a chaser of Bigfoot milk. What do you see? <laughs> well, you know, it really opens up the palate. You know, I get a, uh, you know, I get more of a, you know, vanilla flavor, you know, kind of milky. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like you know, kind of like a nice coffee creamer in the morning. So, oh my God, Bigfoot coffee creamer! Oh, like here's yeah. the thing: we can't put this out for people. Like we have to start on this before other motherfuckers do, because if we don't, we're going to be missing out on a million, billions, billions, billions. billions. Industry. But the first thing is, we got to find that son of a bitch first. You ever notice though, like how nobody like realizes like all the people that see him. Ha- are the idiots with no technology? Like, does some bitch have like radar or something built in? Because dude, here's the thing: we found we found Osama bin Laden in the middle of nowhere, you know, in some compound. You think we can't just put a, a, a tracker on Bigfoot, you know, and just or the, or, or just, we, we know star, he exists. We thermal scan the entire <clears throat> Appalachian Mountains. I promise you, you're going to find at least three of them. <laughs> but they're so hairy; they're going to they're going to insulate their heat. That's true. That's yeah, a good it's point. Like predator, you know. That's a good. That is yeah, a good it's, point. It's the, any, anyone who's ever seen this is a fact, by the way. Uh, anyone who's ever seen a UFO, a Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, they recorded it on a Motorola razor. I think I'm going to send this uh, to podcast this to some people, and we're going to see if we can get an expedition. Because if nothing else, this is oh, dude, big. Hey, I have a better, I have a better, I have a better show idea than what, Bigfoot and bourbon. Yes. Bigfoot and bourbon. We can get them on here. There you go. 
That's a Netflix show waiting to happen. Just oh, imagine man. us being like hammered in the middle of like the, <laughs> of the woods out, out west, going. Yeah, you you hear, like, goddamn it, you hear that shit? Netflix will pay for that. Hell, they gave Matt Jones his own fucking documentary. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. You sit over there. You hear that shit? <laughs> you turn around. It's just just cash taking pits. <laughs> yeah, we know. Up calls left and right. <laughs> no, but I agree with Cash. You're not gonna find them. I've been I've been hunting in the mountains of Idaho, and you could hear your hair growing out there. How quiet it is! It's really eerily quiet. You're not sneaking up on them. Yeah, he, I wonder if they like there. if you are like a nice perfume or something, so the wind picks it up, and then you got you got to imagine Bigfoot's are horny, you know? Because like, there's not <laughs> many of them. You got to get that so milk. They, you know, exactly. I haven't seen that. too many just like baddies out there looking, and maybe like Bigfoot has a preference like King Kong does. Maybe he just likes hot blonde, so we'll send Shanda. Yeah, but what do you think, guys? Like, here's a, sure, why not? Here's a question: You think? You think he's more of a rye or a bourbon guy? Def- definitely rye. Yeah, definitely yeah, rye. Definitely likes that spice. Yeah, he likes that bold, spicy, you know. I think tier. he's a blended American whiskey guy. Ooh. That's what I think he is. Nailed it. You know why? Because he's all over the country. He's you know, he's going to be in bourbon country. He's going to be in rye country. He's going to be everywhere. Uh-huh. He just likes, he likes to blend it all. He likes to sip it. And I guarantee that makes his milk a bit more, or her milk, a, well, and his milk, probably. <laughs> what if we find him, and it's just like George Washington never died, and it's just he turned into Bigfoot? I don't know. See, like, here's my thing about it. Like, I could always see, like, back in eastern Kentucky. So, like I said, you could scan the whole Appalachian Mountains back home, probably find three of them. But the thing is, though, is that at least one of those three are just – ridiculously big humans with hair everywhere. He's blending in. Imagine if Barry was 6'8 and weighed like 500 pounds and had that beard, and like, but the beard was everywhere. Yeah, There's yeah. a couple people like that back in Eastern. I'm close to 500 pounds right now. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. we got to get to the 6'8 range. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We all do, actually. Yeah. I, so I, would that be drinking more Bigfoot milk? To yes. Yes. Exactly. It's a height. Like it'll said, make you grow. Natural HGH. It would just okay. shoot yeah. you straight up. All right. Even if the even if like the uh, the growth plates are closed, yeah. it just reopen. Yeah. It's, yeah. Si- it's science. <laughs> it's, it is science. <laughs> this is this podcast took a turn that I did not expect. But this, is, this, is, this is kind of like This is maybe <laughs> one of the mo- going to be one of the most entertaining shows I think we've ever done. Yep. Yeah. Ever. Yep. All right. Let's talk about this other one. All right, so this other one is the same mash bill. So 70 corn, 21 rye, 9 malted barley, but it's finished in French oak. So you can see, you know, comparing the two samples, this one's a little bit more darker, richer, heavy same caramel. age statement. Heavy So it, what it does is that French oak provides some unique sweet notes. So I love that you said heavy caramel. Um, I, I get some chocolate notes with it. Chocolate. I'm getting a little bit of like a darker cherry as well. Darker mm-hmm. cherry, yep. Dark cherry and some smokiness. Uh, it's definitely, it's got a very, it's got like a, a dark cherry note to it. With a, So on the, on, the, on the palate for me, it's like like a dark cherry vanilla. What about you? Same, actually, yeah. It definitely is. What's the proof on this? I really like it. 101 proof. 101. It does not drink like that. No. Barry's out here putting out shit to try and make you die on a night sitting by a fire. Hey, drink half a bottle of tar. You're like, I feel like great. I feel great. You start standing up in the world. You start feeling that we're spinning no, 100 you, miles. You tar. dance to your own music yeah. when this you is drink tar. tar. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Wait, we did drink a lot of tar that night. We so did. It is yeah. very small. Tar is, tar yep. is the whiskey where like, you get home, and then you lay down in your bed, and then, uh-huh. and then you see your ceiling fan start spinning. And you're like, oh, no, I didn't turn the fan. 
Wait a second. I don't even have a ceiling fan. <laughs> but but notice how it really it it meshes well with that rye in there. I mean, I still get I still get some rye in there, but but it mutes it and and it's so complimentary. You want to know what like the aftertaste I'm getting like when it's sitting in my mouth? McDonald's uh, um, ice cream cone. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's yeah. sitting back in there right now. That like McDonald's ice cream cone. That like sweet. If the machine up. fucking works. <laughs> I didn't say there was. I didn't say there was ice cream. We just said the cone. The cones that's are usually the cone. there. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. It's conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's ice cream never. Bigfoot's worked. the repair guy. Yeah. Never there. <laughs> ice cream with Bigfoot milk. Oh. There's so many avenues you can go down. With that, man. I mean, we we could literally sit in this whole podcast and just be like different. You know, shit we could get into with Bigfoot milk. And then, and then a week later, someone's actually going to find a female Bigfoot, and yep. we're going to lose out on millions. That's what I'm saying. We, like, we, gotta we wait. should patent. we, we, we got we to we wait to release this episode until we find that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 2047. <laughs> we found him. We fucking found it. <laughs> we own it. Make our claim. What if it's not just Bigfoot milk? What if, it's, what if, you, drink, what if you need to drink his blood? You think it turned into like a... I think now, you turn now into we've it. Turned in, not, now we're, now now we're, we're going to go dark now. I, but you guys have never, obviously never seen Morbius. The greatest movie this year. No? Exactly. We should drink Bigfoot blood. We don't want to kill it. How are we going to get the milk we'll just put it, yeah, it Hypodermic. Just, we'll just draw it. Yeah. yeah, set an IV and then ask him or her nicely, like, can we drink your blood? And I will tell you that probably the greatest athlete ever made would be a Bigfoot human cross. Well, That's, like, I, I like, didn't want to cross that barrier yet, but I'm like, we're sitting here talking about milk and HGH. Well, if we, you know, had some human Bigfoot breeding. So like Brock Lesnar and a female. Literally, and a like female. Back the Titans and shit. You, you, you signing up for that, Cash? Yeah, I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's my thing. I'm like, okay. Well, it has to be out of right. though. It's yeah, not I mean, insemination. Count them yeah, in. Of course. It, is, like, it doesn't matter, you know, like how hot you are. Obviously, like everybody wants an attractive partner, but it's like... Okay, throw on the tape. Let's see what you did. <laughs> like, 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 like Chad Ochocinco said, you know, like, if we're, if we're here, this is a business decision. Like, we're going to sit here and make literally Olympic babies throw on the tape. Let's see what you did. Yeah. But for Bigfoot, you ain't got to throw the tape on. It's like, okay, you passed the eye test. It's over with. Let's go. Let's get this You'd done. probably be more in demand if you were, like, the dude that created a Bigfoot baby. Oh, dude, we'd be like, you remember the Plumleys that played at Duke? Yeah. They had, like, seven of them. And yeah. Like, and they're all, but they're all annoying fucks. Well, they are, I mean, I don't, I don't know them personally, so I can't But they say played that. at Duke, that's they all I have to say. They did play at Duke, so, I mean, I, you know, whatever, but, uh, you know, weren't they made, like, in a lab? Like, didn't they do, like... The, I feel like they, the they all looked alike. In vitro. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Now, no offense to the Plumley family, if that's not true, it's just what I heard through the grapevine. Everybody knows the grapevine can be a little misleading sometimes but like you wouldn't like never even have to think about that with a bigfoot you already you're guaranteed no it's at least going to be six six three hundred yeah that's an automatic division one dn right yeah I fuck, mean, fuck the bosas we're, we're, exactly. we're putting out it's the big be the bosas like if joey bosa and brock lesnar were to somehow like genetically make a baby make a baby like through science and you know all the great technologies we have now it would look like a natural bigfoot slash human crossbreed could you imagine if it was a little hairy walking out in those pads at like seven feet one, three fifty, running a four six? Dude, just the hair alone coming out of like every inch of its shoulder pad and everything. If I'm like in middle school and I see that thing coming out of there, <laughs> yeah. intimidation. Like, like I played against dudes. Like, so back in the day, like you could hold back, you know, kids for sports or whatever, and they would never have to sit out for anything. And so, like, you would have like kids with like full 
grown mustaches. Looked like they drove to the fucking game playing sixth grade football. So obviously you know they're a couple years older, but the thing about it is though, if you have a, a Bigfoot kid out there, they're gonna think that some bitch is like thirty-five right off the bat. But you're like, no, here's his birth certificate. You imagine you imagine a, a rugby team doing the Halka and they are all Bigfoot spawns. Bigfoot uh Holy Bigfoot that, Polynesians, dude. You oh talk about different you talk about different fucking type of That crazy. grass would never last. Oh my god. The grass would just, just be a mud pit. Oh my god. Rip it, it would up. be over. Yeah. You imagine the rock creating a Bigfoot baby? I mean, The Rock himself is probably, you know, half Bigfoot himself. But he does look, yeah. The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Thor. There's a couple dudes that probably have some Viking slash Bigfoot blood in them. Maybe, potentially, but, you know. We're, this is the team that's going to, you know, clarify everything and, and make it come to fruition. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, talk, we touched on this a minute ago, but what, what kind of flavoring grain would Bigfoot use in his mash bill? I mean, like thistle? I mean, what 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 would he use to flavor his? Well, uh, he's definitely aging it in redwoods. <laughs> yes, acorns. <laughs> I'm. I, it's probably like a mixture of probably a little hemp. Definitely hemp. Wild grown hemp. Definitely oh, hemp. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. that's going to happen, but that that's yeah. interesting. I heard there is some hemp whiskey out there though. Berries, yeah, yeah. obviously, berries. be berries in there. Yeah, it'd be terrible. It'd be a terrible whiskey. Well, well it wouldn't be, we it wouldn't be whiskey it if it was be berries. Uh, it'd be a moonshine, right? That's fine. That makes Cash way more excited. Yeah. 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 Like I said, he's probably raiding steals, you know, left and right back in East Kentucky anyway. So probably. He's fine. Find, old- find Bigfoot in, like, a cave with, like, a still. <laughs> sitting over there just, just fucked up as shit. Just high But a real head. nice still, just, too. Yeah, like, a full just, copper one, all super nice just and shiny. Just high as fuck on mushrooms and, 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 and moonshine. Sounds like a hill. Oh, he definitely puts mushroom in his rye. <laughs> get that earth flavor. Oh, yeah, mushroom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mushroom. Yeah. Mushroom. Yeah, there you go. Berries and hemp. Love yeah. it. The mash bill is. Yeah. God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Come out with like, the first yeah. mushroom. I'm in. Whiskey. Bigfoot we whiskey. We should do it. Oh, we, have a, man. we have a still in the back? We have a still in the back. I think we could experiment we with that. just make it. Worse than having we go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the worst thing. I what if we made it and then took it out on our Bigfoot expedition? As a, like, a lure, like lure it yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like a. It's almost. It might be an aphrodisiac for him. Yeah. You never know. I mean, we'd be on a journey one way or another. What if so. you just hear like stomps and he just sits down and puts his hand out and you just <laughs> hand him a glass and that's how we meet Bigfoot. We well, just get fucked up. I think we'd have to give him a yeti though. That's the thing about. It. Well, it, would that or be, would he be would offensive? That be disrespectful. That's what I was about to say. Would yeah, that is, that, is that cultural appropriation? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> looks at this, goes, <laughs> just yeah. squeezes it. Well, I guess yeah, it, depending on depending on how much of the mushroom whiskey we drink, we might meet Bigfoot just right there out there in the park. <laughs> you know, we, we might just see him. You know, it, it could be just a standard guy over there from Battle Axes walking up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Right there. <laughs> uh, or one of UK's offensive linemen in the parking yeah, lot. You yeah. just mistake him for like, oh my god! Hey, they got some big dudes. Oh, <laughs> you, they are got some big dudes. Really big dudes. Here we have a six seven, three hundred fifty pound freshman. Well, we, we probably do. Uh, in my in my experience of big offensive linemen, obviously, you know, I heard he was a D lineman. D lineman, damn. It's gonna be pretty hard to move. It gets me more excited. But like, <laughs> like with offensive linemen like that, like you know, we've had a couple big dudes come in like that. But usually, when it gets to around like the six, seven, six, eight range, where you're like, okay, it might be a little too, 
a little too big, might be a little too limber, a little too top heavy, whatever. But you find that guy that's like six six, six seven, just rock solid from top to toe, especially on the defensive line. I'm excited for that, especially if he's a damn freshman. I blame uh, William Tars whiskey for this conversation. You know, it's taken us on a little bit of a journey, and and, and we're not done. When we're finished with this podcast, we're going to go drink straight from the barrel. So we're going to drink a barrel strength, um, finished in (laughs) friendship. How about that? Is there Bigfoot milk in it? (laughs) We might put a little Bigfoot milk. Well, is this everything? You've listened to the show for a long time, so is this kind of everything that you thought it would be being on an episode with us? Hell yeah. This is awesome. I'm super excited to be part of it. Just it's hilarious. The, the Bigfoot com- I mean, the Bigfoot conversation already. We we're have never, be- ever talked about Bigfoot on Bourbon with Friends. I mean, first. we're going to be talking about this for a while. <laughs> I, this, I mean, th- we could start a group text, and it'll last for years. The daily Bigfoot picture. We're checking police scanners and searching Twitter. And everything. Right. I, I definitely think Bigfoot and Bourbon would be a hell of a Netflix show. Yeah. Like, you go and tour, like, distilleries and stuff. Or, or like Bigfoot and whiskey or whatever you wanted to say. But Bigfoot and bourbon sounds cool because it's like yeah. the BB thing. And then, like, you just go out and, like, you could get brands to sponsor each show. And that's the brand you're doing. You're drinking that brand on your Bigfoot expedition I for mean, that show. This is a perfect marketing scheme. Could you right imagine? Here. And then, like, the thing is, is what if we find it and we're drinking, you know, I don't know, William Tarr. How famous William Tarr would be after finding Bigfoot while drinking that whiskey yeah, yeah, we're always saying to we have like a Bigfoot blend. Like once a Bigfoot blend, yeah. Every distillery we visit. Established, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Make us a Bigfoot blend, yeah. have a badass label on it and shit. Limited um, release. 141 yeah. release. It might, only, it might only be one season, <laughs> but it would be a badass season. Oh, absolutely. Every distillery has their own Bigfoot blend as Do shown big, on yeah. the TV, on the TV <laughs> show. Yep. How did we start fucking talking about this in the first place? I don't know. Who brought it up? You asked me about Oregon and you said... You it said it, it just foot. naturally yeah. happened. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, actually there is some fanatics out there. I mean, so this finished in front joke that we had is so good, by the way. Isn't it delicious? It is. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. The, the, really good. The, after, like, the, people are going to be thinking, wait, you guys are drinking whiskey. We totally forgot. Um, after, like, the, the like, I'm, I, you, everybody knows I like to drink it and then let it sit. Very sweet. Yeah. Very, very sweet on the nose. Like, yep. you go. it's very vanilla. Um Almost like a sugary, sweet vanilla. I still like get like the can, like the dark cherry candy. candy, candy like, dark I, cherry so almost. I'm saying like almost like a candied vanilla is what I'm. Yeah. Have you ever had a warhead? Yep. Yeah. So you know the dark cherry warheads yes. after yes. they're sour, but they get sweet. That's what this tastes like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. Can see totally that. get that. Yep. Absolutely. Well, wait until you guys taste the barrel proof. It, it's going to be clocking in at 124 proof. <laughs> it. Uh, you, you say this doesn't drink like 101. That 124 proof. You're going to think, oh, this is 101 too. Only it's d- much more developed of a flavor. So can hardly wait for you guys to try that. I can hardly wait. I wish we could roll the barrel out here and just keep recording. Yeah. Maybe we can get Emmeline to go pull us some samples while we're here. Maybe, or we could always stop and go do it, and then come back and talk why don't about we, it. Why don't we stop and come back yeah. and do right, let's it? Do it. Let's we're do it. Stop right now. Yeah. Pause. And we're back. We have. Well, Will got to do the honors of thiefing uh, straight from the barrel. It was awesome. Great experience. You had a little chub. Yeah, I did. Okay, just a little just, bit. Just making making it was, sure it was the whole thief, all me. (laughs) (laughs) 
This thing smacks, by the way. Just the smell. I Maple syrup. Sick. Anyone else? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Very dessert forward. Maple, maple syrup, vanilla, chocolate, car- all of the, all of the things. And I already took a little sippy poo of it, and uh, it's uh, it does not drink like 120. It, proof. It, honestly, Barry's absolutely correct. It tastes like like oh, 101. 101 proof. Yeah. That's what we're drinking yeah. right now. Absolutely. This what? drink's like 100, 101. It's 128, right? Yep. 124. 124. I get chocolate. It's like a chocolate caramel, like a dark chocolate caramel on the on the palate. Yeah, and it's it's a fairly long finish, too. Yes. I mean, it, it yes. stays with you. A lot of, uh, like, a, is this the same mash bill? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this is a lot... It might be the barrel spice coming out, but I feel like I get a lot of pepper, black pepper yeah. on this as well. Yeah. well Some you type of spice get more there. Of the spice on the nose, like it definitely hits a little bit more just because of the barrel proof aspect of it. I don't get the pepper, but it's almost like um, uh, red hot. Yeah, it's not overwhelming cinnamon. too. Yeah, you, you get like a that hot heat. Cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. It's just so good. This is this is it's so good. This is mm-hmm. solid. Why are we not what? doing a barrel proof version of this? Are we on so, so, so we are. We are doing <laughs> and, and, I, and I should say okay, now I have a chub. <laughs> now now we are starting to do barrel picks. And and right now we have twenty different experimental expressions. This being one of them. We have a a, a maple Dibs. wood that's coming out. I mean, we've got some delicious barrel picks. So if you're out there and you are a consumer and you want to do a barrel pick, you can give me a call. We can schedule you right now to come in and do a barrel pick. I have to do a BWF barrel pick. I'm, yeah. have I'm, 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 I'm yeah. have to. I'm hundred percent. Yeah, have to. Have to schedule yeah. you after yeah. this. Yeah. What, what what about this? <laughs> we'll one? bring Will back. We'll yeah. bring Will back. Come on, Will. Come on. Yeah. All right. All right. Will, Will's Easy. in. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Is there anything that cash? You- We're gonna call it the Bigfoot blend. Yeah. The Bigfoot pick going to take off like a rocket ship. Dude. I agree <laughs> yeah. because they're like we know of a lot of people that are really obsessed with it, but then we know that there's like millions and millions of people who subconsciously like okay, we've been waiting yeah for someone yeah. to bring us to the forefront. Now we're all in. But then think about it: you could take Bigfoot and bourbon, and then it go out. We could go to Scotland and do Nessie and go searching for shit. Oh, we get man. cash in the water, get a yeah. spear of water. <laughs> no, no. It's, cash a lake. Says no. it's not an ocean. It's, it's, but but this, there's a giant. Monster that Allegedly. Allegedly. It's one of the, deepest, <laughs> one of the <laughs> deepest lakes in the world as well. So like that, okay, no, no, how about this, Cash? Here's the difference. We'll, we'll sonar the lake while we fish. You got to better have that live scope on there is all I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring Nessie, a bear at 50 cow just in case. Nessie is... He's going to be a... She. It's a she. she. Sorry. She oh, is well, the you, second well, best yeah. at hide and seek. Have you asked... Them. I don't know. How they identify oh, themselves. Yeah. I don't know. What, so, I identify sorry. myself. So how as, about you pump the brakes sorry. there? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, we're identifying genders here. I'm a little. I all apologize right. to all three hundred genders. Yeah. <laughs> but Cash <laughs> 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 was shaking his head, oh, and then like, I, don't, yes. I don't want to lose uh, my, my partnership here with RD One. So Cash shook his head and then looked at the whiskey. Like, fuck it, I have to work out. But this is going to make me drink. Yeah, literally. And I think, oh, um, you know, Bigfoot would probably want it at barrel strength, right? I mean, he, yeah. he, yes. he ain't drinking this 90, Bigfoot 80 proof. from the barrel. He doesn't yeah. use a glass. Yeah, he just no, picks, picks it up. up. Yeah. He's like one of those dudes, like, back in the old school movies, and drinks straight out of the jug. Yeah. Just, just, just yeah. That's that. Or do you think you... That is yeah. the most bad, one of the most badass moves ever, though. Like, if you just take, like, a a, a moonshine jug and just turn it upside down and chug it, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, you're a man. You're a different breed. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very different. Especially if it's white lightning coming out of there. Mm. You, you the dudes that defeated the Nazis. That's the type of dude you are. Yeah, it's just like that generation. Like, I, I said this on my podcast, um, I think a couple weeks ago, I was talking to somebody like, that generation was probably some of the most, from a physical and more of a mental standpoint, some of the more rock-solid motherfuckers this world's ever seen. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, think about the balls and the mindset that it takes to literally storm a beach with thousands upon thousands of rounds being shot at you and seeing your best friends just get demolished. At the age of 17. Exactly. So and there's dudes that there. lied. At the yeah, age of 17, right? 16. And they, I don't want to go kill these sons. Yeah. Just, now, now you got 16, 17 year olds that want to go out and, you know, squirrel hunt. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like the trickle down effect yeah. of softness. Well, and they also, or, or they want to be TikTok famous. Yep. They want to be uh, YouTube famous and they need a safe space. What's your cash? What is your, uh, what is your um, take on, on kids who are on TikTok? Okay, so this goes from this goes from a social media standpoint. Oh, uh, <laughs> give me that mic. I'm gonna here. let me unload on and, you, and, I, and I'll unload on myself too, just because like I felt like I've been caught up in you know some of the bullshit that social media has provided to the world. So you see all this shit, all these kids, all these people that are mid twenties, low thirties. And they're living this great life. I feel attacked. Right? No, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in the mid-20s now. I'm, I'm fucking 25. Oh, so you I, and Connor. Look at y'all yeah, babies. Like, we're in this shit now. Closer to 30 than we worth 20. So, we're in this bitch. Closer to 40 than I was 30. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no comment. Mary's like, no fuck comment. all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm old old from, Rip Van Winkle over here. <laughs> <laughs> you knew old Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> I drank with old Rip Van. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great gave, school and everything with it. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just now to where, like, you know, you got TikTok, you got Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all this different stuff, and there's so much information out there that I think it's too for people too much for people to even comprehend. And it's, I think that's why, like, talking about like the generation of, you know, our grandfathers and grandmothers and stuff like that. You know, and I'm not sitting here saying that it's not an issue, but like, did they ever see the more mental health problems stuff that we have no, now no, than they no. did back in those days? No. Because you see, you see all this stuff and like these people pro- proclaiming this great life. You got to have this to be successful. You got to have this. Though. Exactly. You got to have this to be happy. You got to have this and that. And like nowadays, it's we're like, yeah, you can go on and make a fucking dance for 15 seconds, but you can't go out and change a fucking flat tire. True. Like, you can't do the necessity things from a day-to-day standpoint to survive and live in a normal society because everything you see on there is fucking fake. It's not a real place. Like, Twitter's not a real fucking place. Instagram's not a real fucking place. TikTok's not a real fucking place. Now, there's a yin and a yang to everything in life of what I've talked about. Like, there's... There has to be some kind of consequence. No matter how good something is, there's got to be a fucking consequence from right. it. Now, given granted, social media, TikTok, and everything has given people a platform to, you know, express themselves no matter, no matter if it's musically, artistically, or just being themselves. Like, that's fine. That's great and all. But it also has created a dynamic of, you know, when kids see this, especially, you know, young kids or kids that, you know, have, you know, really high dreams and goals and ambitions, they see, you know, all these guys on there saying all you got to do is make a dance, you know, for 15 fucking seconds. And the next thing you know, you're a millionaire. No, it's, it's not kinda, how it goes. Not how it goes. And so, like, even with my experience in social media, like, I got a podcast. Like, I do my Instagram stuff and all that stuff now that we're like, now, like, I post, but 
it's not to where like, oh, look at me type shit. Because like, and I had that stupid ass blue check mark beside my name, which I fucking hate, by the way. Because who the fuck am I at the end of the day, verified or not? Who the fuck am I just to sit here and say, you know, this is good, bad, clean, ugly, you know, whatever it is. So I don't have any fucking authority or power to, you know, make that kind of judgment. I feel like Instagram should take everyone who served in the military and give them a blue check mark. I think they should. Everyone, I think they should. I, everyone I feel that like, served yeah. in the military should get a blue check mark. I feel like mark. anybody in the military should have a blue check mark in life in general. I agree. Just yeah. because you had, like, I mean, like I said, so like my, my options in life was I'm either going to play college football or I'm going to the Marine Corps. That's, that's the only two options that I had. There was no going to college for me just to go into college to learn and, you know, do school and everything like that. It was either you're going to go play football or you're going to go to the military because that was all my family. You either go to school or you go to the military. That's it. And so for anybody to – Go and do what our great people in the military do. So shout out you guys sitting across the table here from me. You know, the egregious training, the mental aspect of it, the companionship, the brotherhood that you build with your brothers out there, and then to go through all that shit to come back and get treated like a second-class citizen. I mean, mm-hmm. that to me is just the... Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, but at the, most, at the same time, it, it pisses me off to a point to where it's like... Okay, people come up to me and they say, "Oh, you're my hero." This and that. Like, motherfucker, I didn't even go to the, I didn't even go to the league. I'm wearing a helmet to protect my brain from getting, you know, demolished from hitting another human being. These guys are wearing helmets to protect so a, Cash, a so fucking give, bullet I'll, doesn't come through. I will give you I'll give you a little more credit than you're giving yourself though. No, I'm you, just talking from an overall know, standpoint of how like how people I know, but like, view, but, but, like, like athletes but, in general. But, though, but I, I get that, but like for you what you stood for and the things that you did and we talked about this on our first show, but like you made it a point to differentiate. I'm playing a game. These are the real heroes. Yeah. You showed respect. And I think that's where like when people, if people were to look up to you, I don't think that's a problem because these guys need people like, yep. like you, like, like us, Correct. right in the military. And I'm not saying we're anything, but they need just people to shed yeah. light on that, on, on the sacrifice and service that, that happens because it doesn't get, get in the light as much. Because, you know? Yeah. And here's the thing. Like you see all these dudes make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, granted, they're the best at what they do. And not only are they athletes, but they're entertainers as well. But are they literally protecting? Are they protecting from a you know a, a foreign invasion? No. Are they going out and protecting to make sure that our way of life is the way that it is? I mean, you look at a guy like Pat, like Pat Tillman. To me, yeah. is my hero. Yep. Like in yeah. sports, yeah. Because the guy knew it was bigger than sports. He knew it was bigger than you know himself, his team, anything like that. He was <laughs> like, no, I may be pretty decent at football, but you know the reason that I have this opportunity is because of the freedoms that we have in the country. And the only reason mm-hmm. we have those is because we got people that went across seas to make sure that we keep those and make sure that everybody else that tries to come over and take that from us is like, nah, motherfucker, like that ain't flying around here. So the way that I look at sports and the way that I look at people that have served in the military is like, it is, like I said, it goes back to everything that I said from the, from the helmet standpoint. Like, how do you not see the difference in that? There is because one helmet, one helmet is much different than the other. Exactly, one is protecting uh-huh. you just from you know getting a concussion, and now I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying concussions aren't you know a small thing. I've had one; they're not. I've fun. had, I've had you know, and, and if and if we're going on based of one of what uh, the scientific term of a concussion is, fuck, I've had a thousand. I mean that's that's called that's called practice. You know, and, you come back uh-huh. in, you know, you, you get dinged up or whatever. Oh, is this a Tuesday? And and these guys can attest as well, right? Like Barry and Will can attest this. 
you have a brotherhood from football and it doesn't compare to what a brotherhood from combat does. I couldn't imagine. Cause like the way that I feel about guys that I've like in my mind. So like I've never been to in a, in a, a shootout, like a physical war. So I always looked at football as going out there like in hand to hand combat almost mentally. That's where I would go. Like I'm, I'm like, if you, but you have on, to, if you put yeah. me on a football field, like, I'm a sick twisted motherfucker out there. Like, you know, like my job, Cash, I wish defender. I could, I wish I could find, get you mic'd up for a game because no, I'm you the don't. shit. No, yes, you don't. I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I don't want to hear the shit I'm that out, came I mean, out of your that, mouth. That would have been, uh, that would have been pretty bad, but you know, and the way that I feel about my dudes is that like, and I, and I can only attest to how you guys feel about this as well, because like I've been removed from the game. This will be my third season removed. And the only thing that I could, like, if I could go back and do one more time is just hang out in the locker room with the dudes. Just be with the guys that you went out there and fucking bled, cried, fucking went to fucking mental war with in the weight room and the summer programs and on the football field and knowing that, you know, your job depends on that guy's job and you're, what you do on that football field. Like, there's 11 different battles going on in one war and you got to win yours to make sure you can go help somebody else. But I can only imagine what it feels like to actually go through some shit like that, like an, a legit combat firefight or anything that's close to that, and the guys that you went through with it, and then afterwards you're like, holy shit, we survived that shit? But only we just, not only did we survive, we fucking thrived, and we went and destroyed that shit? I can only imagine the camaraderie that builds. Yeah, man. Uh, Will, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to re-up. Oh, man. I, I, I can still fit through a hatch. I'm, I'm good. I do. I do want to say one thing. Great, that was amazing, and I agree. But on the on the other end of it, to get back to the original point that I asked Cash, some of the TikTok dances are pretty cool, though. The TikTok what? Never mind. Never yeah, mind. I mean, uh, it was a joke. It was a joke. No, it was yeah. a joke. I was kidding. No, because but, the whole the whole question Cash was. Cash makes a good point, though. Like. Like, with everything, you know, social media it should be fun. And it is fun, right? Like, if it's a fun outlet, let it be a fun outlet. But it's not life. It's not. Right? Like, who I am, and I tell this to a lot of people, and, like, Shanda's newer to the show, and she's kind of seen it. Who I am on the show and who I am, like, that I project on social media is just the, the, the silliness of who I am, right? Yeah. Who I really am. I'm going to tell you right now, you guys are 25. You want to know where shit really changes? Go have a kid, and yep. your life changes. Yep. Unless you're yeah. a shit person that doesn't care about your kid, go have a kid and watch how your life changes. Your whole quick. dynamic change. Quick. 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 Yeah. I was up at 4 a.m. because yep. of my dumbass child. Yep. Quick. quick. I left both to- my kids at home to be here. So. And, yeah. and, and you don't understand how like twitchy ish that made her to say, Do you have a beard drawn on your finger? Is that a tattoo? It's a mustache. It's a mustache. Yes. Is that a tattoo? Yeah. You never know. You might need a spare mustache. Holy shit. He has a mustache tattoo. Where did yeah. this... Why did we not notice this 30 that minutes ago? was in my video. It was the mustache of approval. I even put on that. I even had a, lo- a phrase. Bro, we watched 25 of those. It's, and I've drank it. It's like 11 a.m. Come on. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, it's not even new. Yeah. yeah, so just for people to know like how we got on Bigfoot and everything, it's, it's, a, it's 10.30 when we started drinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Cut us some slack. Barry, is this a good advertisement yeah. for, for yeah. R1 Distillery? You know, as long as you're drinking bourbon and, and you know, you want to come to our brand destination here in, in Lexington in the distillery district, come on. We'll talk Bigfoot. We'll talk brand. We'll, we'll talk whatever you want to talk about. This is exactly what, though, to, to, to us, Bourbon with Friends is, right? Like, we sit down. And this is why we don't plan shows out because you never know what's going to come up. And this mm-hmm. is just an organic 
silly conversation with some seriousness built in respect for the military right like all of this just kind of came naturally none of this is scripted and this is exactly how a bunch of people sitting down enjoying a great spirit what happens when it comes out and this is going to be a day full of it so mm-hmm. i appreciate i know will's got to get going here in a minute uh will kind of give uh give everybody like where they can follow you all that kind of good stuff uh i have a i'm trying to think man i'm really not into social media so that's my, my my failure. I just have my own Facebook. It's not for, a failure if you don't like it's it. It's more, you know, I really just keep my family, you know, Will Argetta on Facebook, uh, just to um, keep tabs with old Navy friends, you know, and mustache tattoo, you bring that up. I got this with an old Navy friend about two years ago. There you go. Got hammered in Vegas. I found him out there. We went out there, started talking about the old days on the Minesweeper, and uh, I saw he had one. I was like, dude, I want one of those. Let's go do it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a spare mustache. Barry, where can everybody find uh, RD1? They can find RD1 on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, we, uh, you know, you can find us on the uh, the, the interwebs. Um, you know, shout out to Will. We, we're talking. He lives in Texas, and we're getting ready to move into the, um, the southern U.S. market. So uh, you, you might see Will as a brand ambassador, as a sales mm-hmm. manager for RD1. So, I mean, y- you can find us in the distillery district in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, pretty soon, you're going to find us in the Indiana market in about eight weeks. Nice, nice. I see the mustache more. Yeah. Cash, where they can, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you doing your shenanigans on uh, yeah, uh, in your well, podcast. Plug it all. So I'm actually like in the midst of probably rebranding. So I'll probably wait until, uh, until I get a new name and everything. But it's formerly called. You're not changing your name. Well, then tell them where they can find you on social to find the rebrand. How okay. Well, you can follow me on Instagram um, at CashDaniel56, I think. And Twitter is, I mean. Did you forget the number you wore in college already? <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't know. CTE, bro. God damn it, Cash. Well, I know CTE, what number bro. you wore in fucking college. And then uh, Twitter is uh, Cash Daniel 15, I believe. I'm, I see the thing about this, like, I barely get 15 on 15 in anymore. high school, 56 in college. Exactly. So that's, like, I barely get on anymore. So, like, the only time I'm on there is. God the damn it, I sound like so. a fa- fanboy in that situation. You are yeah, a fanboy. No, it's not that. I just follow recruiting. So, yeah. and then, like, I can tell you, like, I have a very, like, eidetic memory. I can tell you numbers that players wore from like 15 20 years ago just because like it sticks out like, See, i wish i, I knew people's those. names like that i'm terrible with names I, look, i'm gonna tell you right now i can remember names and sports stats but if you ask me something like who's my second cousin i couldn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, thanks for having me on here man this has been a yeah. lot of fun uh, i enjoy working with barry uh, all the other people here at rd1 it's been great to work with coach stoops again and um, you know actually get out there and you know put something on the market that a lot of Kentuckians, not only Kentuckians, but, you know, a lot of people thoroughly enjoy and, uh, you know, enjoy uh, very on a, on a daily basis. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun working with these guys and looking forward to um, more products releasing down the line and uh, some more fun stuff coming ahead. Yeah, and I just want to give a plug for Cash. Um, Cash is our Kentucky brand ambassador, and we're getting ready to go to the Western Kentucky market. And I just want to give a shout out to Western Kentucky. We are coming. We are going to bring Cash. We're going to bring the caravan there. Coach right now, uh, Coach Mark Stoops of the University of Kentucky football team. He's a little busy. He's a little busy. He's coaching at the uh, the wonderful uh, University of Kentucky, which is a great football program. Um, we are a yeah, Cal. <laughs> yeah, 
That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, we're not we even going there. About. We're not even going there. I might fire the mic up and do that. Either. Yeah, <laughs> but but what you know what I want to say is that we're so thankful for Cash. Cash brings such um, enthusiasm to our brand, and and we're super excited to have him and be a part of our emergence in the Kentucky market. So, Cash, thanks, man. I appreciate you. This was a great, great time, Will. Thanks for uh, making Thank this happen. Yeah. This is all Will. Great. Thank, Thank you, you Shanda, for cuddling with me for this whole episode. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Ooh. Thank me for something, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bummed because yesterday. I thought she, she and I were going to share a mic. And, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of. just yanked me at the last I, At the last. I, I, so it's like, oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah. We've been rubbing elbows the whole time, and I'm just, I have tinglys in silly places now. Hey, what's the, what's, <laughs> what's the skin uh, on the elbow called? It's a weenus. You've been rubbing our weenuses? Our weenuses are touching. <laughs> wow. I haven't that's heard that. I haven't heard that since middle school. I don't know what it's called. It's called a weenus. Yeah, it's called a weenus. What, what been, hole do you live in? Your weenuses have been touching. Yeah. Hey, you guys you think Bigfoot has a weenus? Hey, hey, Cash, Cash, do you think Bigfoot has a weenus? Bigfoot has a weenus. I know he's different. Like, so I didn't know what that was either until just now. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this skin has. <laughs> I, I, I thought it meant something else. No. Like, it over there, I'm, looking, I'm looking at these like little tiny corks. I go, Barry, what the fuck are these things? Oh, they're bung holes. Bung holes. Yeah. And instantly, you're like. I am the great Cornelio. Keep me for my bunghole. Oh, that's a great ending point. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at BWF Podcast. Thanks for listening.